0: Well, it's that time of year when our thoughts about trees naturally turn to Christmas trees. And the question on everyone's lips is, have you put up your tree yet? And by this stage, the answer is probably yes. Christmas trees are being put up earlier each year.
1: Back in the old days, after the 8th of December, that's when people all started to buy their Christmas tree, you know. Like, we used to sell Christmas trees up until the 20th of of December, years back. Now... No, no, you could, fifteen or sixteen. you could as good as close-up shop.
0: This is Michael O'Gorman of Celtic Christmas Trees, who is flat out these days harvesting and delivering and selling Christmas
1: trees to his customers. This time of year is, yeah, it's very, very busy. It's very, very busy because we had to have trees for Irish customers. They wanted them on the 19th and 20th of November. In my opinion, it's too early. With a very mild November, just too mild, and um, you know, it's a living plant, and when you cut it, it has to be minded, and like it's, it's just too long. You know what I mean? But uh, but the demands now, you know, maybe a lot. They say a lot's got to do with the tie show. People want their tree before the tie show and all that. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But unfortunately, that's what has happened in the last number of years. The the we have to bring our days back and back and back. So we're harvesting much, much sooner now, earlier than we ever did. Yeah. You see, ideally you need frost. If, you, if we can get some frost and, um, like frost and daylight, well, daylight is what slows the tree down. You know, the, it's the amount of daylight hours, then the tree will naturally slow down anyway. No matter if it's 20 degrees, if the daylight is not there, it goes into its natural sleep. But if it's mild, it'll, it'll trickle. It'll trickle away, like it'll stay, stay fresh, you know, if it's not cold. Yeah. So we'd, I'd always like to, love to get a few heavy nights of frost in October, early November, and that's what we call hardens off the tree. Yeah. You know, it puts them into a quicker dormancy. Okay. And then what we have to do then is, if, we're, if you want your, your tree, a customer wants a tree on the 20th, we have to knock that tree a minimum five days beforehand. So what we do is we knock the tree, and then we just leave it there for three days underground, the ground, just where it lies, we just leave it for three days, and then we... Um, and why is that? We, to let it breed, because we have to net them and palletize them, and if you net them and palletize them too quick, there's a risk, you know, that they'll, they'll just, it's hard on them, if you know what I mean, like, and uh, so what we do is we just let them breed then for three days, a minimum three days, then we net them. And then we would put them on pallets and then they're shipped off to wherever they have to go. So so if somebody wants a tree in the 20th, it has been knocked on the 15th.
0: 60% of you have an artificial tree at Christmas. That's according to a recent survey we did in September this year. The Christmas tree growers would love to see that figure increase because a lot of time is put into growing them.
1: Every tree, once they come to saleable height... Or what we call it from this height, they said this tree is what about five and a half feet. Every tree is probably handled between four and five times per year. You have to do it, you know.
0: And how many years would it be when you'd be selling it then?
1: Uh, with the trees you're looking at here now, they're nine years old.
0: And what I'm looking at is a lovely collection of Christmas trees at Michael's Depot in Killian Hill. They are of the Nordman
1: fir variety. There's mainly two types of Christmas trees that are grown in Ireland. Nordman for Noble fir, Nordman for Yes, so they come from, they come from kind of Turkey, Georgia, Southern Russia. That originally, that's where they come from. And um, they were selected because they're very good for holding on, holding their needles. Originally, the, the tree of choice used to be Noble fir, But the problem with Noble fir they're an extremely difficult tree to grow. They can either do well for you or do very badly for you. There's, if they're in the wrong soil, they're a disaster. And what can, would
0: happen to them? They wouldn't try.
1: Either. Ah, yeah, they're very prone. If the soil is a little bit damp, they'll get phytophthora and things like that, and they get they're prone to different diseases. And they just you have to be very lucky with them. Mm. Like uh, if you if we plant noble no 4, realistically, you might get 50% of your trees.
0: Really. And what's same? phytophthora?
1: Phytophthora. That's a fungus uh, that attacks the roots, and then the, they just um, they'll just slowly but surely die, mm. and uh, the tree could grow for five years and it could look lovely and then on year six suddenly you see the needles start turning a little bit grey and then it's just and then you could lose a patch maybe 50 or 100 trees in a patch they just all die because they've reached hit the water table or hit some kind of a pan in the ground or God knows what they're very very sensitive Um, they're ideally now to grow in light shaley free draining soil Mm. Um, it's not always easy to get so we just it's too much hard to wear. These ones here, the Nordman four, they're very versatile. They'll grow in heavyish type style. they'll grow in light style. they'll grow different pHs, they'll grow in lots of places. Now they'll have their issues too, but they're much easier to it's much, much easier to manage. And they're also much easier like if they go wrong, it's much easier to reshape them compared to a Noble Four. If a Noble Four goes wrong and you it's very hard to reshape it, they yeah, they just they're very hard to reshape.
0: Did you know that Christmas trees have to be shaped to look
1: like Christmas trees?
0: Oh, so they don't naturally look like Christmas oh, trees.
1: Oh no 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 no, they were, if you left them wide naturally should sure, they could be they'd be six, eight foot wide <laughs> oh, yeah. So right from
0: the off they need quite a bit of minding.
1: When we put in our plants, they're generally what we call two plus ones or two plus twos, now, what's that so a two plus one it means it's a three year old plant, so it's spent two years in the seed bed and they lift them, and then they line them out in line, so that's a three year old plant, and a two plus two means it gives two years in the seed bed as a seed, then they're lifted and they're lined out for two years, so then they're a four year old plant when we buy them, Okay. and then we plant them, and we basically plant them then for the, for the next three years, all we do is keep them clean.
0: Keep them clean. Yeah. What do you mean by clean?
1: Keep the weeds away and um, all that kind of thing. Are you know, not out scrubbing them. <laughs> no, 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 no. I so say keep the no, no, <laughs> um, no. We try to keep we try to keep them clean. So it's basically keep weeds down and stuff like that, so they don't smother them and stuff like that. Now we're not uh, years ago. We used to be much more hard on chemicals and stuff like that, but not as much anymore because it's amazing if you plant a good strong plant, a lot of them can fight their own way through. But we fertilise them there for the first three or four years. That's all we do, mm-hmm. and by that time, then after about year four, they're probably knee high. Hey,
0: they grow so slow.
1: Oh, they're very slow, yeah. Especially the Nordman four. That's why you will often look at northern four and they're fatter in the bottom than they are on the top. Up to year six, they, we have said they, like they sit on their backsides, and then after year six, they take off. They kind of take off, like you know, it just looks just the way it is. So what we do is we do fertilise them a little bit harder when they're younger to get that fatness out of them so to make them a little bit lighter in the bottom and then then we reduce the fertiliser then to slow them down it makes your tree slimmer okay. so but anyway up to, after year four uh, when the trees are about knee high what we do then is we come in and we base prune all the trees so base pruning means that we take off all the branches for the first 20 centimetres okay. yes so you leave what we call a handle on the tree so a handle is the is, is is like piece a of wood from the bottom of the tr- cut tree to the first row of branches, it's just, yeah. we just call the handle so that, then you have a handle of about roughly 20 centimetres or 9-10 inches whatever that is and um, when the tree is harvested then people can put it into a stand you know and yeah. you can do everything else with it yeah. and um, so we do that and then that also then any branches in the bottom that would have been kind of weakened because of weeds and stuff like that they're disposed of anyway so you therefore you should have a good skirt on the bottom of the tree then you yeah, know it's called a skirt we call it? we call the bottom of this skirt yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um and that's what we do and then um from once the trees are base pruned that's when we first come in to clip them we don't touch the tree until we base prune them as i said we create this handle on the bottom yeah. and then so when the trees then are kind of that's hopefully she's around knee high and some of them will be a little bit higher but the average tree is knee high some of them could be hip high at that stage and some of them could be a bit smaller So, but once the average is at and then once the tree is hip high we start to work on it so once the leader, the top of the tree is at our hip so what do we do then, uh, the first year then we go in we clip, we shape them all with secateurs we sh- clip them all in if they tend to be fat we clip them all in okay. so we, it's all done, it's called fork pruning so like this tree here so we will go in and We clip it out in the fork in here. Because the tree naturally just keeps going out and out and out and out. The branches that are left then, you see, the buds are naturally smaller. So they naturally won't grow as long. That tree there grew for maybe 5 inches. That branch grew about 5 inches Mm -hmm. last year. But uh, this one here grew nearly 8 inches. Mm. So if we take this out, this next year this guy will only grow 4 or 5 inches. So instead of growing 8 or 9 inches. So it keeps the it helps to keep the tree slim it keeps
0: the shape on it helps it helps to
1: keep the shape so we yeah. do that that's done the first year and then um after after that then the tree is left for until the following spring and then we start what we call bud picking yeah. so the bud picking then is the top whorl which is so what whorl we whorl is kind of the the, the whorl is the, the, the is the all the branches yeah. new growth You see this will the be circle. your new whorl here yes okay. so what we do then is we we bud pick out the center bud See, it was taken out here, so we break it out. Yeah. So it's just a, it's much faster than doing it with a secateurs. Yeah. You know, you you fly just around the tree there with your fingers.
0: Oh and how long would it take you to bud, p- bud pick them now? Like, as in, so that's, it's taken that is just taking out. You take out the center,
1: the bud. Yes. You take out the center board. It's the, it's the same as doing. And the, how
0: easy is it to take out the It's centre? very
1: fast. When is the new it? growth is on, we say it's you about maybe it. an inch long. Oh, you you just fly around it. We do. Yeah. And you get you get very you get very very used to it. And it's it's amazing. Um, it's not everybody can do it. Really? Yeah. We are. Really? I'd obviously we'd often get people now in looking to work at trees. You know, well, not not unfortunately we don't get them now, but people would often look for a job, and within an hour you can tell they can either see a tree or they can't see a tree. Mm. You, know, you have to be able to visualize a tree when you're like if you're working, if, if we're working on this tree here. We've decided what it is and we're automatically looking at the next tree Mm. to see what we're going to do to that and if you're going to bud pick it. and you might have your secateurs in your pocket and there might be a branch out too far and you take that off. You know, you have to be doing, there's a lot of things going on at the one time but some people can never see a tree. Like there's five, there's two, four, there's five buds in that. So you have five buds to break off. Mm. We'd often see you could have person there, they might try and break off three and can't see that they've missed two. Really, it's, it's funny. Isn't it? Yeah, 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 it's it. You can either see it or you can't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, and you really need a good eye then as you well. Need, you need a
1: reasonably good eye for it. yeah. You need a reasonably good eye for it, you know. But it's like getting Like if you, if somebody wants to learn, they learn it, you know. If they're interested in it. Yeah. But uh, no, it takes. It's slow. Um, yeah, there's a lot of. There's a lot of work goes into him, A lot. A lot of manual work goes into. Him.
0: Michael always had an interest in trees, he used to work in forestry before he got into the Christmas tree end of
1: things. I, was, I started off working in forestry back in the late 80s and then um, just by accident I fell into Christmas trees and um, yeah, I actually liked it. Uh, I was getting a bit old for the forestry, I, I was just getting a bit too hard physically. and. Um, I started doing Christmas trees and I liked it. Uh, I've always liked working with trees anyway. I've always, Just, yeah, just a thing I've always liked. And, um, yeah, so about 1999, two 2000, there or thereabouts, um, I started, just by accident, a lad asked me to do some work on Christmas trees. And um, so, myself and a few other lads, we went off and we did some work in it. And I thought, this is not too bad. And I liked it and started learning a little bit. And then slowly but surely, um, yeah, we start uh, renting a little bit of land and sowing a few more trees and rent more land, sowing a few more trees and yeah, and now I'm just in Christmas trees. <laughs> I don't do the forestry anymore. Like.
0: It seems that for some people who get into Christmas trees, a special pull keeps them with the Christmas tree business.
1: There's one guy in England that I dealt with for years and years and he started selling Christmas trees when he was in University Just to pay his way through university. And he qualified. Now he's a super job. But he still sells Christmas trees. He said, just, it that's his release. For that one month in December. Like he has a, he has a high pressure job now. But for that, he said, for that one month, he says. Loves it. Loves it. Like, uh, and I know another guy I sell trees to. And the guy that stands in the stall for him. He is... Something to do with finance in one of the banks. It's whatever it is, eh? And the same. So he takes he takes his holidays and works on the trees, mm-hmm. sells Christmas trees for this fella up in Dublin. Because he said it just it's completely different life for him. You know, it's, it's you know it's his release. But um, I know. Look, there's it's like every job. There's good and bad. <laughs> there's good and bad. <laughs>
0: And back to the Christmas trees and their shaping. So far, they've had fertiliser, a handle put on them under their skirt, they've been fork pruned and debudded, and now it's leader control.
1: Then we do leader control on the trees. Now, there's, there's two different ways of doing it we can spray them with a hormone, and uh, that uh, just it's like a growth regulator that they would use on corn or something like that. Like, So you can spray that on. Or there's another system. It's done with a, like a scissors with, uh, with um, three blades on it. Yeah. Okay. So what you do is you cut into the bark of the tree and you cut the xylem and phloem cords, okay. the, you know, the feeding cords. So when you cut them, the tree then has to recover itself. So by doing that the tree doesn't get quite as... So if you if you, you see, you're only cutting it a little bit here. The, yeah. But the tree can still feed up the other, other parts of it. Yeah. So it means then that it slows down the growth in the tree. Okay. Now, it's it can be a very good system with the right man that has the machine. But if you go too hard, you can actually kill the top of the tree because you're cutting too hard. And if you go too light... It doesn't work, you know. It's yeah. just no. So we we do a certain amount of that. Um, there's only one or two lads now that I let do that. <laughs> you know that once again they're used to doing it. Yeah, they I, know the feel. They of it. know it yeah, exactly. They, yeah, it's like everything. You learn the feel of it, and I um I wouldn't do it now. I'm not able to do it.
0: The Christmas tree business is good for the local economy. At this time of year, Michael would usually have about ten or twelve people working for him, and maybe four people in springtime. In these times, when there's so much talk of the environment, then buying a real Christmas tree is definitely better than the plastic alternatives. Plus, you get the personalised
1: touch. You know, we have the same customers. That's the one thing I would say. We have the same customers year in, year out. You know, they're there, they're there thereabouts the whole time. Look, the artificial tree... It will always encroach a little bit, you know, people want that little bit of convenience. like. But I still think, like I had a few customers here now yesterday, you know, and they said they still, they just want that natural tree, you know, they, yeah, they just, you know, I, I had one particular woman now and uh, she came in yesterday and she searched the whole of Kilkenny for a noble fir and she couldn't find one. Yeah. So she came back to me and I said, I'll find you one. So I'm a, I, we have some noble fir, so I will cut it. Yeah. I'll cut one and bring it in. And she says, I want the smell. You know, you know not quite as much now not quite as much um, but you see as I said the reason people don't grow the noble for they're just so difficult to grow and um, but uh, trying another one now for the last one. we have some of them planted a thing called Fraser for it's more of a, it's an American tree and uh, that has a nice scent off it uh, it's a sweet kind of it, a sweet kind of a scent off it and um, People are starting to grow those, but it's like everything—it just people. Oh, they look different, yeah. you know. They're a slimmer tree, and they just structure is slightly different. But they have that sweet smell off them, yeah. and maybe over time, people will start to to go to those, like you yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, trends are different. Yeah, trends are different. Yeah. Uh, but as I said, when I started off in the business, these Nordman 4, we couldn't—you couldn't sell them. Really? Oh, it was very hard to sell them. 20 years ago, you could—if you were selling—you would almost have to say to somebody, "Well, if you take." If you take 50 Noble, you have to take 50 Nordman off me to get him into the system. And now the wheel has turned completely. Now nobody wants the Noble. Everybody wants the Nordman. You know, so look, at trends. Trends and cycles. All things have their
0: day. And according to Michael, he planted his last Christmas tree last year with a view to retiring in 10 years time.
1: Like myself and the man that worked for me, Paul, uh, the two of us, we're we're starting to become elderberries now, so realistically, we planted our last trees last year. We won't have any more tree, baby trees coming through, mm-hmm. and in ten years' time, I'll be pension age. You will not. you very will, young. I'll be, and I'll be well. I'll be well pension age, and uh, and Paul'll be well well pension age. So we're not we're not planting anymore. You know, we probably won't plant. Ah, uh, we won't plant a whole lot more, but we have enough to keep us going, yes. and. Um, You know, it is another farming crop, you know. It's amazing, you know, like I'm from farming stock as well, Like, but, you know, when I was younger, you'd never hear of anyone, like even when I started into Christmas trees, like, let's say, what are you doing? You're mad, or what the heck? You know, a lot of farmers, they were very traditional. They had their sheep, their cows, their cordon, whatever. You know, they didn't diversify, they didn't diversify... As much, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, look, there's a good, there's not many growers in the country. There's probably, in the Christmas Tree Growers Organisation, there's probably about 60, 65 members. And there's probably another 20 or 30 or 40 non-members. You know, lads with their own little bit, maybe. Yeah. And, um, look, it's, uh, to be honest about the way I look at it, it's a crop. Yes. It's, it's like having cattle, it's like having corn. It's just, you do it in a different way. Yeah. It just takes longer to come through. Yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah. But you enjoy, you enjoy it. You like
1: your work. Oh, I do. Well, that's the one thing I've always said. That was the one thing. I always, I always enjoyed forestry and trees and outdoor. Okay. Yeah, I like the spring days when the spring days come. Yeah. Ah, you're, you go back out there and you... It's great to see the growth in the trees in the springtime. You know, you just, we say, whatever shaping you did last year, you don't really see that until the following year. You know, like you put the shape into the tree yeah. now. Yeah. But it's next year when the new growth comes, oh. you know, where you try to compensate for gaps or this, uh, and you look at uh, yeah, then, that worked, or yeah. no, that didn't work, or be standing
0: back admiring it, kind of
1: uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you go put the label on and you're, and you're marking premium trees, then you're saying it was worth the effort.
0: Here's an interesting fact about trees. Yes, you can eat wood. Packaged biscuits, cakes, shredded cheese, bread, cereal, sour cream, sauces and thousands of other foods are made with cellulose, hemicellulose and lignin. Hemicellulose is used as a food additive to improve physical qualities such as smoothness and creaminess in products including sauces and dressings. Cellulose is used to sweeten and stabilise and add fibre to other food products. Lignin can be used in various baking products such as muffins. Trees, from seed to sawdust, is funded by the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine as part of the Woodland Support Project.